You sound like Mike Blake. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to the vicious and delicious podcast. Hey man, turn that shit up. From the Pleasure Palace, it's the Vicious and Delicious Podcast. Time myself, the essence of excess, Mr. Blackstone. Of course, I got my podcast partner in crime, the unstoppable Mr. Big Rob. How the fuck, Big Rob? Man, you know the fucking vibes. It's your man, Big Rob, a.k.a. the excessive overlord. Yes, sir. A.k.a. the sneaker goat. Yes, sir. A.k.a. racist Voorhees. Yes, sir. A.k.a. the illegitimate son of Morris Day, because my mama had that jungle love. Oh, we yo, we yo. A.K.A. Reverend Jackson, because I preach a sermon for that paper like I'm Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar. A.K.A. The Dance Hall Dirty Quine Pond McCocky. One, two, and the Disney Selector. And last, but certainly not least, Robert Jackson, attorney at law, because even if you did it, I'll still get you up. Call me now on the hotline. Vicious and Delicious Season 5, Episode 10. Episode Let's 10. get this in. Oh, man, welcome y'all to the show, man. Glad to have y'all back with the Vicious and Delicious Podcast, man. Before we get started, we got an extra special guest here in the studio, live in the Pleasure Palace. We got my friend, uh, lover of the show, great guy, Mr. Chris Morris. Go. What's up, Chris? Hey, hey, I'm glad to be here. Welcome to the Pleasure Palace. Please, thank you for coming in. Uh, before we even get started, let's let people know a little bit about yourself, Chris. Let people kind of clue them in who you are. Oh, God, where do I begin? <laughs> Let's get your Shit. bite. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I, I'm the younger brother of the world famous. World famous. Computer hacker. Okay. I mean, if you're in the computer hacking world, you're going to know my sister. But my oldest sister, Shannon Morris, a.k.a. Snubs, mm. she used to be the co-host of Hack 5. But I'm, the, I'm, I'm her younger brother. And, uh, you know, she's still doing what she does. She's amazing. And she is still teaching people how to do computer hacking and cybersecurity and whatnot. I, myself, um, prior Air Force, eight years. And... Thank you for your service. I appreciate it. Salute. Appreciate your service. Uh, appreciate your uh, support. Let me put it that there way. There we go. There you go. <laughs> put that the wrong way. <laughs> I flunked that all on TC, so, you know. Oh, shit. <laughs> but... It was a long time, and yet, you know, I'm 31 years old now, and I'm still a baby compared to y'all, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm only 31, my man. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I feel old, yet I feel young. It's weird. I'm I'm in the the, the middle point. You know, I haven't met that, that, uh, what do you call it, your... Midlife crisis? Yeah, 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 that's what you call it, and I haven't hit that yet. So you don't wake up those aches and pains yet? Oh, no, I still have aches and pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there's all of that. <laughs> After eight years of being in the military, there's a shit ton of that. So tell us a little bit about your military career. So uh, what part of the military were you in? And I mean, uh, what part of the Air Force were you in? And what was your speciality during your eight, say eight years of uh, service? Eight years, that's correct. So I did, uh, well, I'll put it seven and a half years. I mean, the first... Eight to the, fir- the first half year was spent in basic training and tech school. <laughs> right. 
And then the rest of the roughly seven and a half years was spent at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma City. So right up the street. Right down, right down the road, literally. And so uh, is your station here? Where are you from, uh, Chris? Originally, I'm actually from Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, which is an Army base. My dad was prior Army. He was a, oh okay, uh, so, so it's he was military Ar- lineage. He, he army brat. Yeah, he was an Army officer, um, Army brat. He was a Navy enlisted, and he commissioned into the Army. I was actually born in Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, okay. What's that? And at eight weeks old, we moved to San Antonio from one extreme. To the next extra. It's kind of crazy. I'm glad I wasn't old enough to even remember it because I don't want to remember that bullshit. Oh, no. Alaska doesn't sound that much fun. And I've seen pictures. Uh, My mom was making slides out of the snow. Oh, wow. So eight years in, um, when you finally got done uh, through with basic, what was your... uh, What did you enlist? uh, Yeah, what was your uh, category, I guess? What was was your job title? Well, let me start here. I I graduated high school in uh, May 2009. Okay. I told y'all I'm a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I didn't join the military until December 2010. Okay, so. And I got out in December 2018. So I moved here June 2011. And I was a jet engine mechanic on the AWACS, the jet with the big ass radar on top. Of yeah, painted. I mean, we see them flying around here all the time. And finally, Congress finally approved replacing them. Recently. Okay. See, I didn't even know that. So. That's actually a very recent thing, is that uh, the AWACS is not going to be a thing anymore. So it's going to be just decommissioned? I mean, it's going to be a new AWACS. But not the ones we're used but to. But not the one with that big spinning radar dish. Yeah. yeah not not what we're used to seeing around here. Yeah, especially in Midwest City, you see it all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah especially all the time. Usually when I'm trying to watch something on TV and it flies over. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if you got to hit that air show... Uh, this past weekend, then by all means, it's one of the last times. Well, guys, you mentioned that. Given the next ten years, years, but it's yeah. gonna be one of the last times you're gonna ever get to see an AWACS again. Okay. Because there, there's only 30, 30 of them. That's all. Two, two of them are in Alaska. Two of them are in Japan. The rest of them are mostly stationed here or deployed. And besides that, that's that's all we got. It's getting rare and rare. And we're getting. Yeah. Oh no, we, there was only ever thirty-two to begin with. So, oh, see, I always figured like yeah, you know, like there, there most militaries, like they mass, they mass produced or whatever. Yeah, we uh, so I mean, at least there. to my knowledge, to, to be fair, to my knowledge, there was only ever thirty-two. Oh damn! I know one got shot down. I forget what the happened. Well, maybe got shot down or a crash when it was landing. I forget what the fuck happened, but. Um, you know Overall, I think there's about 30, I think there's only 30 left, and okay. that's it. So and you spent your whole seven years kind of basically doing repairs and working on those? Working on the jet engines. On the engines. Specifically. So, let's fast forward. After you get done uh, with, your, uh, with your service, what'd you do after that? Uh, let's see, I got out in December 2010, and, well, not 2010. 2018. 2018. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I tried. I, I actually wanted to keep working for the federal government. I uh-huh. wanted to keep working for the military. Like a, like a I, I, you know, I was a kid growing up, and I enjoyed building Legos. And literally, part of working on these jet engines was the instructions. They're literally like a Lego book. You got a picture. Oh. And you got your words here that says, you know, connect A to B. 
and it has a picture that shows A to B, and A can only connect to B. This is how the parts are designed, so you can't fuck this shit up. Well, so basically, which is a, what, exactly why somebody who's straight out of high school can work on a jet engine. Mm. Okay, it is, and that's literally how it is. What but I realize you is, you answer like twelve questions I've been having about stuff. Like <laughs> you, you can literally. Go to college for four years and get your A.M.P. certificate. Not even a bachelor's. Get an A.M.P. certificate and get a job for one hundred and twenty thousand a year, or join the military and be a jet engine mechanic and just do a test hmm. and get your A.M.P. within your first four years. And for, for those who don't know, what's A.M.P.? Uh, airframe and paraplant certificate. Ah. But here's the thing. Side note, when he said, for those who don't know, he totally meant me. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the problem, is that they call it an A&P certificate, but you're not getting both. You're only getting one. So you got your A&P, but your A&P might be only the power plant. Not so much the airframe portion. Whereas in in my career field, when I was active duty... Yeah. I was, uh, what do they call it, uh, aerospace propulsion was what my job was called. And uh, that's 2A651C, and I don't even know if they still shred it out, which shredding it out means you're a aerospace propulsion technician, but the C shred meant I worked on heavies, as in KC-135s, AWACs. Bigger planes. C... Exactly. Ah, okay. Exactly. The bigger planes. I didn't work on fighters. And now, you know, it took me five years, but after I got out of the Air, uh, Air Force. Uh, but now I uh, most recently landed a job where I'm once again working on jet engines. Oh, look at the world. Go right but, back around. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and that's what I was wanting. And that's what I was hoping for. Right. I, I, I hate that it took me five years, but... A big part of that is like, you know what? I struggled. Yeah, let's talk about the time between because you're actually on the, I wouldn't say, let's call it the upswing of things now because you're actually doing what you wanted to do for a while. So, But like you said, it took you five years. Um, let's talk about especially how we met, but especially talk about the time between while you were doing like, you know, other jobs and meeting people and like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's do the segue of how Chris Morris met Black Snow. <laughs> <laughs> And the little wavy lines going back to do the flashback thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, first and foremost, you and I met because of karaoke. Of course. And I've been singing karaoke since I was 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, back in Missouri, where I grew up, a lot of the bars out there, you can go out to them. You just get a fat permanent... Permanent marker M on your hand. For minor. Yep. Just to make sure. Do not serve this person. And honestly, that's actually how I met my stepbrother before he became my stepbrother. But that's a different story. Wow. Karaoke is a great uniter. (laughs) It is. It really is. I've met most of my friends because of karaoke. I think our last guest, I met them through karaoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a Born November. Yeah. Karaoke. Full disclosure, still have never done karaoke. I think you'd be pretty good, big bro. But uh, let me go back to yeah, yeah, getting getting out of the military. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Sorry to say, but no, you're you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so when I got out of the military, uh, I, I did what they call it as higher tenure. I had a lot of medical issues, so my commander was not going to let me get promoted. Oh, word. So because of that, I higher tenured, which means I didn't make rank. And the only reason I didn't make rank is because my commander essentially negated from my yearly survey, I guess I could put it, that my, my uh, supervisor would do. Okay, like, like uh, annual review or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, APR is what yeah. they call it, essentially. I just and, had one of those in my job. <laughs> and my supervisor gave me, you know, fucking, you know, it's like five gold stars all the way down, but my commander didn't like me. And because I had a DWI way back in 2016, two years prior to this whole situation. All right, we all make mistakes. But he still wanted to use me as a example. So because of that whole situation, because of the .05, because of all of two beers that are less than six point beers, mm. yeah, I blew a .05. They didn't even count. In Oklahoma, it does. That sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, yeah, so uh, here's a warning to y'all. You blow a .05, you can, you can go to county. And Oklahoma County is one of the worst places to be. And y'all know the catchphrase. What, what, what that we, right. Avoid the bookies. Avoid the bookies. Oh, so I, I, I met a lot of people who said prisons better than Oklahoma County. They are correct. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I totally believe that. Uh, because of Oklahoma County, I don't like to eat bologna anymore. <laughs> I'll, put it, I'll put it that way. So, but either way, you know, I did my. Only has a person. I did all my thirty-four fucking hours and got out and got. Hey, my you did a big. No, I met some people. Shit. Yeah, but either way, yeah, I met some people, but I, I got out and started getting little side jobs and things. Yeah. Well, then I got out of the military two years later. Mm. I mean, still, my my commander was waiting. He was waiting for my time. Salivating, to come. yeah. Because he knew when it was my time to say, hey, can I extend my contract? And he was like, nope. Yeah, he, like said, big fat he said, hell no. He lined that shit out and he was like, he's like, you're not my problem anymore. And I was like, I'm not a problem to begin with. Like, one tiny mistake. Had it out for Yeah. One tiny mistake ruined my career. But you know what? I'm doing good. I'm doing good now. So after I got out in uh, 2010, December 2010, higher tenure, didn't make rank. Um, military handed me $21,000. That's after taxes, which is nice. I was like, okay, not even mad. I didn't even work for three months. Yeah, I, chilled. Yeah, I chilled for three months, and let me tell you, I watched a lot of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> so much Gordon Ramsay. I didn't do anything but watch Gordon Ramsay and go sing karaoke because that's what I do. And then, you know, once that money was running up, I was like, okay, it's time to get a job. Well, Lowe's, of all places. <laughs> Good old Lowe's. But they hired me on the spot as a manager. Oh, wow. Was that just off the strength of you being military or just your character? It was because I was military. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, I was letting my beard grow out. And, you know, after three months, you know, it was, it was a good four inches long or so. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. And I went in there and... Did the interview and they wanted to hire me as the uh, paint and flooring and the uh, decor manager. 
Hmm. Oh, okay. Like, okay, cool. They gave you a whole set. Like, okay, I, yeah. I got three different departments. I was like, okay, I was Sections. in charge of people. I was in charge of people when I was in the military. It's not a big deal. They said, and then they said, so what, what do you know about paint? I said, well, I helped my mom paint her house once. <laughs> I know you're not like, supposed okay. to sniff it. Have you done any flooring? I'm like, nope. Any huffing? What do you know about decor? I'm like, I don't even know what decor means. Encompasses. Like, what, what, what is included when it comes to decor? Uh, the decor department is your blinds. Oh, okay, okay. That's it. Primarily, that's that's the big thing. Is just window blinds. Yeah. Okay. Once I told me, I was like, "Oh, yeah, I have no idea." They sure I can be I, 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 I can measure. I know how to measure things. Yeah. <laughs> well, they left the room, and I was sitting in there for like ten minutes. Like, oh fuck! I was like, "Fuck, man, I ain't gonna get this job." <laughs> that came back in. It was the store manager. I didn't even know it was the store manager at the time, but he came back in with uh, the like lead ASM, and they were just like. All right, man, we got, you got the job. You know, it doesn't really matter if you don't really have the knowledge because we're going to train you anyway. Ah. I was like, oh, they're just like, we just wanted somebody that knows how to be in charge of people. And I was like, well, yeah, I've been in charge of people. so, And I've taught people how to do things. You know? They're hiring a leader, not hiring a Yeah, they're looking exactly. for character, character traits. Exactly not necessarily the skills. They just need somebody with the character traits. And, yeah, they don't give a fuck what I knew. So we can teach as them. As long as I know how to take charge or handle situation. be in charge or in, exactly handle a situation and I could do that and honestly I had the best team and what's more hey, what's more stressful than the arm I mean the uh, uh, air force or any kind of military in the military right Era. get up do this wait Special do this forces. now stop now <laughs> do this now wait do this now hurry everybody move we gotta go <laughs> oh yeah there was a everybody lot. stop there was a lot of that yeah <laughs> Well, at least at first. Mm. Once I got here, then it was kind of like... Chill. We showed up. And if we didn't have anything to do, we were just sitting there and... Wait. We can't leave early. Talk about your KOD and Call of Duty. <laughs> 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 oh, I got the skill streak. I got the new... No. All right, cool. So we move on. We're doing low. So when did you start... Uh, when do you start going to uh, Shiloh? Shiloh is actually the spot where I met Chris at. And when I, like you said, yeah. when I met him, he was already KJ there, but he's, I guess he's already been going for a while. And then I guess that became him just being a singer, and then, oh, well, became him actually running the show. I started going to Shallow Club. And how did it happen? Was this like, man, where's karaoke near me, or what? Was well, this no, just no, a Google it search? It wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. It was, uh, I, I got, uh, I got catfished. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> I hate to I hate to put it that way, but I literally got catfished, what, uh, and it wasn't to Shiloh Clubs at first. It was to a uh, Debar. It's Doctor Philgood's now. Um, yeah, I know Doctor. But they used to be called Debar. Debar, right, right over there off of Sim. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been Philgood's. And um, it's right after I got divorced in uh, what was it November twenty eleven? Oh, you were married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how that, long? That was the thing. How long were you married? Uh, we're talking about before or after we separated. <laughs> Let's talk about living together. Together in the ah, family. all of six months. Oh, so it was like a high school, very... high school sweetheart. We made mistakes. We didn't live together beforehand. And was this before? And we learned, and I learned a life lesson there. You got to, you got to live together before you move in together, or before you get married. 
Was it before military? Yeah. So, like I said, high school also the credit too. There's a credit thing too. You get that that marriage credit if you're married. Oh yeah, I was making so like four hundred dollars extra. That yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was making some bank after yeah. because I was married. I did, I've never had to live on base. I mean, tech school I did, but <laughs> at my first base, I yes. never had to live in the damn dorms. That's the I first was married, thing. and then even after I got divorced or going through the Separate. divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. When we separated, my commander at first was like, hey, man, you might have to move back into dorms. And my supervisor at the time was like, oh, my supervisor had my back, mm. by the way, when I say this. Because I, I let him know that, you know, my dad was a major in the Army, and he did 25 years, and he retired. and whatnot. Uh, He doesn't know what the fuck my dad did. Or helped me out with, because my dad didn't help me out with anything, but my supervisor, when I'm sitting in there standing in front of my commander, my supervisor was just like, oh yeah, his dad like furnished their entire apartment, they got so much furniture, blah blah blah, and my commander was just like, you know what, what's one airman being off base? And I was like, <laughs> good I was like, looking I was out. Like, I was Sweet. like, damn, you helped me out so much. I got a futon and a bed on the floor. <laughs> Yo, right. Shout out to all the cool <laughs> of us. Yeah, so you basically married longer than, well, I should say you were separated longer than you were married. So how long did it take? How long did it take you to actually get like signed papers and actually just finalize it? Honestly, I tried to get her to sign the papers immediately. Right. She waited one year. One year, okay. Now that's before I found out in the state of Oklahoma, it's really fucking easy to get divorced. It really is. Yeah. $500 less than that. I wish I was smart enough to do the damn research at the time. Because it was after the fact I did the research. And I was like, oh, I could have divorced her within two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really? Fuck. They make it really, really easy. It's actually, yeah. I mean, as long as it's... If they don't sign it or don't contest it, you're divorced in two weeks. I was like, I wish I knew that. Boom. Okay, so Boom. All that thing. Catfish. Go back to keep catfish. Yes. Yeah, getting back to the catfish. At the bar. So, the bar. a few months later, you know, after I turned 21. Drink responsibly. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Well, you know, I meshed with the girl. On Tinder. Ah, sweet Tinder. God, I hate Tinder. But anyhow, <laughs> we matched. She sings karaoke. She's cute. I was like, Okay. She's like, hey, I'm running karaoke right now. And I was like, oh, where at? She's like, the bar. And I was like, I live right around the corner. So you should come on out. You mean like, you live right around the corner? I was like, you're damn right, I'm going to come on out. So I did. And she didn't. At the, no, no, she was running the karaoke. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was running. And once I showed up and sang like one song, because I was sitting by myself. I didn't know anybody at this bar. At the right. Time, so I was sitting at the bar. I just, you know, introduce myself to her. And I'll say, hey, by the way, my name's Chris. I'm, you know, the guy that from, from Tinder. Just want to introduce myself. I'm going to go sit over here while you're doing your job. Tinder I don't want to bother you. You're doing, you're working. Hashtag Tinder Let you do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I went over to the bar, got my drinks and whatnot, and did my first song. And after my first song, then she tells me, yeah, so I actually got a boyfriend. I was like, wow. Is he here tonight? You swipe right. Yeah, we met. I, I mean, like, she's white right with head boy. No, yeah. she was doing this. She was literally just trying to get more people to come out to sing karaoke. Oh, we did a piece. And you know what? It worked. This girl wants to marry me now because she long been broken up with that dude. And now she wants to marry me. And I was like, hmm. 
Right. Test it out for two weeks. <laughs> How the ties have turned. Test it out for two weeks first, because you know you can get it like, mm. Yeah, test it out. <laughs> yeah, take it for a spin. I was like, hold up. So, wait, wait, wait. You know that you know, you know that guy that makes those YouTube videos of all the hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. <laughs> so what moved you towards down well, I guess if you down the street from the bar to the shot up. I well, see I had my apartment for Goddamn, about seven years, and then I bought a house. Mm. And now, that girl and I, we ended up being good friends. Okay. That's and cool. she was actually literally probably one of the best karaoke jockeys, KJs, mm. in all of Oklahoma City. She's still one of my best friends. Love her to pieces. And, you know, joking aside, I'd probably still marry her. <laughs> For two weeks. Probably fucking myself over. But anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> she started running karaoke over at the Shallow Club. Yeah. And obviously I followed her over there. Have I met her? Uh, it's been a long okay, time okay. since she's... She ain't one. She ain't one. Because uh, well, you started showing up... Yeah, it's probably been as well. About two years ago? About a year and a half. Two, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm pending. So, no, you, you, oh, def- yeah. you definitely haven't met her. Continue. Unless you showed up on my birthday. All right. Really? I think I had her as a guest show up to run karaoke. Uh, I don't know if it was this past birthday or the birthday prior. I think it was the birthday prior. Okay. So I think it was. So you went there because she was running karaoke at the shadow that day? Well, I started going there, but then I got to a point where I was getting out of the Air Force and I decided I wanted to stay. So I decided to buy a house. Now, where did I want to buy a house? And there, there was a lot of things. You know, it's like if I have kids, be it I marry somebody that has kids, which I'm open to, or I mm-hmm. accidentally knock up somebody, which well, turns out I can't do that. I can't have kids. Um, mm. It's a genetic thing. Mm. There's a surgery that could reverse that. There's too many veins. I'm not mad. Yeah, baby. <laughs> baby. I'm not mad, so baby I'm, ball. I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> uh, Vascular ball, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Good. No, you're fine. But I was like, I bought my house over in the uh, Carl Alberts. Out here, looking like a tennis ball. Okay. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Good. But uh, I bought my house over in the uh, Carl Albert School District, which is what I've been told one of the best in all. Yeah, the entire state yeah, of Oklahoma. Shout out to Carl Albert. My right. son graduated from Carl The entire state of Oklahoma. I've been told that's one of they the best. They make my brother's life a living hell. So. Yeah. Shout out to Coach Man. So, yeah, get well soon. <laughs> and the Bombers. And the Bombers, yeah. Sorry. But that's where I was told to buy a house. Okay. So I bought a house over in that area. Mm-hmm. Just in case I do somehow... Procreate. Impregnate somebody. Yeah, one of them veins ain't working that day. And yeah, one day. One of them wants to shut down. But or overworking. I don't know how it works. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know, know either. But well, you know, when I told my... Actually, when my doctor told me, he was like, do you want to have kids? And, you know, I go to the VA because I'm private military. Yeah. Right. And the VA hires a lot of foreign doctors. Mm. A, to help them get their U.S. citizenship and B, it's cheaper. Oh, okay. Another way to fuck with veterans. One hand washes the other. Yeah, pretty much right. But anyhow, I don't understand a word that my damn doctor's talking They're pretty fast and loose with the, with the prescriptions, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are, but here's the problem. I don't understand what he's saying. Oh. His, his, accent, his accent 
and so thick. And you know, it's not it's not a racial thing or anything. It's just no, no. I'm already hard of hearing. Are we talking about Middle Eastern people? No, he's not Middle Eastern. Uh, I think Asian? he's uh, African. I think he's Indian. Yeah, I've already had an African doctor, Jesus Christ. I couldn't understand him either. So Asian. Uh, I think Indian. Man, subcontinent. Like 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 India, Indian. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Not Native American. Yeah, Indians are. Yeah, Indians pretty much Indians. Yes. You know, it's like uh, thank you for calling Microsoft Helpline. Help me help. There we go. And talking to him over the phone, and he talks really quietly. So I'm like shoving my phone up to my ear, just trying to understand what he's saying. He's like, "Oh, Mr. Molson, turns out that uh, no, you cannot have kids, but there's a surgery you can have. We just have to cauterize some veins." And I was just like, "I work at Domino's, motherfucker. I can't have. I don't want to have kids. I can't afford that shit." Yeah. <laughs> also, the word cauterize. <laughs> He's like, you don't want to go under the knife. I'm like, no. Once oh. again, I work at Domino's. I can't afford to have kids. Leave and, my and he was up. laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. He was laughing at me, and you know what? I laughed back. I mean, it is pretty funny. Because at least he understood. He's like, yeah, I get it. No, he, but but he also let it, he left it open. He was like, hey, you know what? If you want to. If, you if want to get, and when you do. Change your mind. If you ever want to get rid of that deep ball thrombosis. You <laughs> he said, give us a call. It's a five-minute surgery. And I was like, oh, sweet. That is actually a good, crazy like, thing. I got God's fucking birth control going on over here. It is way easier for men to get like birth control for men is so accessible. So much easier than a woman getting like her like tooth tied. Yeah, like but I, no man wants anybody touching, especially with a, a scalpel or anything that cauterizes it and then touching their manhood. Yeah, like I, I know I mentioned this before. Like if they made birth control pills for men, they come they they come flaming hot flavored. Yeah, you could buy literally a Seven Eleven. You can pick them up with your your Magnum. Uh, uh, I was gonna say comments, but whatever that that strip that that rhino pill you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we know who you are out there. Extend it's your blue shoe. The blue shoe. <laughs> gas station. Though right. I will take a sponsorship. I'm not deterred. Hey, yeah. I'll let. You, you ever watch Dirty Jobs? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Mike, those kind of jobs. With Mike Rowe. Yeah. You ever see that episode with the goats? Nah, I missed uh, I missed uh, that one. Oh, yeah, they found the rubber. Oh, it's a. Reproduction uh, a way to stop it. Oh, okay. You know, a little bit of some some strong ass rubber bands. That's all they do. Just oh, they put them on the nuts. Oh yeah. Did they follow? Oh yeah. Okay. That's how they decided to cast right However, on that episode, they got him to bite some balls off, and they're like, "That's not how we normally do it." After the fact, and I was like, "That's fucked up." They had to bite them off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I definitely. I, that, I'm so. YouTubing that one later. Is that not Animal Cruelty? Yeah. They, they left it on the Discovery Channel? Uh, oh, good. yeah, that was on Discovery. Oh, shit. They just slipped that one. I don't know if I wanted to discover that. Mike, Mike Rowe bit up. some goat balls off. It may not have been a goat, but I don't fucking know. It could have been a sheep. But Still, anyway, man. I was just like, damn. Yeah, just and the whole time, they were just fucking with him. Oh. oh. Because they had the whole rubber band thing. You know what that reminds me of? There's a whole tool for it. You know what that reminds me of? You ever seen the movie Kingpin? Yeah, with the, the bowling movie. Bowling movie. He's like hiding out with the Amish. And he's like, ah, oh, man, where you been all morning? He's like, I was, in a, I was in a barn. It took me four hours to milk the cow. And he like started drinking the milk. He's like, we don't have a cow. We got a bull, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's just like. What movie was this? Kingpin. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah. Bill Murray, Woody Harrelson. You got, you got to check yeah. it out, man. That shit's still uh, funny. Now I have to watch it. I mean, I watched Freddie Got Fingers, so. I haven't watched that. So. Yeah, I have it on DVD. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So anyway. Let me let me finish up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. anyhow, uh, I met you over at the Shallow Club. Yeah, and you were KJ. So what? How about, when I was you, running career? Yeah, how'd you uh, how'd you get hired as KJ? Does the other person quit? Well, or, do you have to audition? No, no, it's not an audition. It's basically the the owner of the karaoke because like, the, the bar does not own the karaoke. Okay, okay. There's a separate company. Well, uh, I know the owner of the company, and okay. he goes to that bar regularly. Well, one day he came in and he was just like, "Fuck." I gotta get somebody to start running Fridays and Saturdays. Are you free? And this is I right, didn't. right when I got out of the military, and I was like, "Hey, my man, take me." Why not? I can do it. So I just changed my availability over at Lowe's. I stepped down as a manager over to the MST team, which is the uh, the people that make the displays. And I mean, on. on if you don't shop at Lowe's earlier than noon, you're never going to see the MST team. They're there until about 2. Oh, ain't bad. And then they're gone. Oh, okay. So they like the setup. No, they, honestly. Sweet deal. Super chill job. By all means. If anybody's out there looking for a job, you want to set hours Monday to Friday and you want your weekends off, MST team. Merchandising servicing. It's a secret. Yeah. That's the... It's a sweet. It's, it's not sweet the highest band, but it pays over fifteen dollars. I think now. Like working a parking lot at church. You don't deal with customers. Customer comes up to you, be like, "Here, let me go find an associate." Yeah. <laughs> be like, you're not my problem. My, my, my problem my is putting up this fucking stupid ass Santa Claus right. or right. this Christmas tree or whatever. Like any display. Or shake these. Uh... They still have displays put up that I put up over two years ago. Shake these, oh. uh, shake these pops in the swaps. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. Yeah. That happened. You worked at. You could do that when you're trying to that, get fired. That happened. I happened to job I had. He worked at. Uh, when I worked at Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Somebody did that. Yeah. I don't know if they were pops, but they were something. They were like t-shirts. They were like Lego t, like Lego Batman. Yeah. And we were just like, like you want to break this display now? Like, all right. And we was like, looked up. If you look down, I'm like, oh. hey. <laughs> <laughs> like my man Tony. Shout out to my man Tony. Moved back to Detroit. And he still worked there. And he's like, hey, hey, Tony, come here. I mean, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually everybody was just like, yo. That's fucked up. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you came to KJ there. So I was a KJ at the, at the Shotty Club. So, and that's um, the only bar I chose to work at. I was going to ask you, what is the, because uh, I actually, because I know KJs, because I'm a, a karaoke fiend. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, and my man, you are one of the most Amazing vocalist I have ever met. That's, that's, that's you have an amazing voice when it comes to karaoke. Black Snow, aka the Brian well, I know, I karaoke. I did the same thing. Except he loves the same the shit. Blackberry like, hey. the Blackberry Metal. The Blackberry Metal. No. <laughs> but seriously, you, you. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. No, but, you don't. You always sit up on the damn stage with the chair. You don't come off the stage like I do and you listen to yourself. But you have a great voice. I appreciate it. Uh, no, you make the whole bar go silent. I'm actually like the fifth. Best singer in my family. Everybody else is amazing. So I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tony. <laughs> All right, what, what, what were you going to say? But uh, I was going to ask you because, uh, like I said, I've known a lot of KJs. And uh, there's, I, I like to say there's like three different kind of KJ hosts. You, and, and also, I have like an extra one. I'll say the extra one is the, the feeling. You know, don't do it every day. Yeah. You know, call in because the other person got the weekend off finally or something like that. And usually for them, it's like, hey, okay, I'm whoever, I'm Carrie, I'm going to do KJ for, you know, such for, such a guy. For tonight. For tonight. If you're song, you know, real, you know, pretty mellow about it, you know, they might see something crazy, depending on what bar they're at, you know. They might see something crazy. 
But uh, for the most part, they're there for the experience. You know, yeah. getting, like you know, a couple little tips and then have a good time. Okay, now the three main KJ people I've noticed is one, probably the the grizzled KJ host has been doing it for twenty years, Jeremy, <laughs> and probably you know they're used to it. They kind of hate it at the same time, but they kind of you know deal with it. Me, it's their job. <laughs> it's their, at that point, it's their that, job. That was me. <laughs> Number two, you have the KJ host that thinks they're also a DJ because <laughs> they're playing more music than they're doing songs. And then they're like, they're like, you know, doing all extra stuff. They got a light show behind them. You know, they're cool. doing drum beats behind. That was Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a name for all of them. You just keep going. <laughs> and I guess uh, number three would be the newbie. The person who just got on, trying to figure it out and getting used to the bar. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily have gotten necessarily into the the rum of the what vibe. kind of KJ they're going to be. But they're more or less kind of getting the, the feel for things. And they probably still, you know, need help and things like that. Oh, and uh, I'll say this. Uh, uh, late edition. You have the KJ host that sings more than everybody else. V? <laughs> I didn't say that, but... Uh, hey, I just guessed. He's not as bad. Actually, V's not as bad as other people. The problem is, uh, V, when he sings, and I'm putting people on blast, but when he sings, it's more or less to kind of cover up the... The people who either... Who can't are, sing. No, not even that, because it's... Clearly it, karaoke, but the people don't understand it is we don't care how much or how good you are. You just got I, well, at least I don't. You just got I mean, people, you know, just, you know, people who actually go to KJ or bar just for the karaoke, we don't care how well you sing. The only way about one, do you actually know the song? Two, are you coherent enough to get through the work? Because words right there on the screen, so you're going to see it. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be fair. I've, I've had my few nights where uh, I was sure, not, I mean, of course I, <laughs> not yeah. coherent enough, and yet people were still like, yay? Right. I mean, of course, Black Stills had this drunk karaoke mode. <laughs> they haven't been documented, I don't think. But Yeah, but and then you got like the the people who go there who not even there for karaoke, they're just here for the bar, and they're actually you know fucking rude and shit. So they think it's like fucking American Idol or something. So they'll actually like try to boo people or, you know, jeer people. Like, like he's like an amateur night the Apollo. Yeah. So like, oh, and, you know, and, they're, and they're the worst. They're the worst. Rude. They piss off everybody. Trying to get the Sandman to come get you. They are ruining they're songs. Rude. Like, it's like, did they even try? Right. And it's like nothing against them. It's like, you know, it's still a karaoke bar. And, yeah. you know, the, the, the polite thing to do is still... Right. Clap and be like, you know, okay. Recognize me. You tried. <laughs> right. Uh, that, that, it's like, uh, that spoken word version of Britney Spears was really good. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, we're it's done. Like, good job. Okay. Don't sing anymore. Yeah. But, you know, like, like I said, I never give people too much, you know, trouble about how well or how bad they could sing. I really don't care about that because for me, the only reason I started going to K- uh, Carrie Garage is one, I really wasn't even a bar person. I only went there because, hey, I can get a drink, and then I can... First, I wouldn't even sing. I just saw other people sing. So I was just kind of entertained. It's a cheap laugh. And then, like, you kind of build up your own kind of uh, curse as you get up there. And then, like, you know, it's kind of fun. It's kind of like a stress relief. I don't do any hard drugs, so it's kind of like, you know, after a hard week of the daily humble, you know, bustle and stuff, you know, just something I can do. Kind of, you know, relax, you know, take some steam off, so... Can I make a quick shout-out here? Yeah, of course. Go ahead, Chris. So, a buddy of mine, a uh, good friend of mine, actually, uh, my buddy Justin. Oh yeah, shout out to Justin. Big ass shout out to Justin. Justin Hurd. Mm. He's got his own karaoke YouTube channel called Cryptic Karaoke. Mm-hmm. And 
he's, he's not to. he's not making huh? uh, he's not making any money off this. No money. Besides, like you know, you, you throw him a twenty and say, "Hey, can you make this song?" Because the song is not available, mm. he'll make it. But he's not doing ads or anything, so he's not taking. So he's not from, really. He's not taking from the bands. Right. And even then, even if the band themselves or whoever owns the band, whatever. Uh, Copyright and yeah, yeah, exactly. If they say, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta shut this down. You gotta right. cancel it, delete it, something like that," then he will. No questions asked. Even if you paid for it, he lets you know. He'll say, "Hey, fair warning. You pay me for this, but if they copyright me or trademark me or, or whatever for this song, then I got to take it off, so I don't get sued." And I'm like, "That's fair." That's fair. And I paid him probably three hundred dollars by now. Just getting for songs, and also like the quality of songs you get. And good. he does, oh god, he's done. He does usually great the, yeah. quality. Because he, yeah, he he makes sure you get a good song, like a good like, and he does it basically. He will rip it from like a live. He can rip it from a live performance. Mm-hmm. Rip from like the song itself. Exactly. I used the word rip because I don't know a better word to describe what he does. So excuse the word. Not rip, rip off. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, I, you know, like I said, copyright stuff. But yeah, in in the technological terminology. He rips the music and then he will take out the vocals but leave the music in. Because it's all separate. Let's, let's say like MP3s. Everybody knows MP3s. Right, right, right. But when you break down a track, it's multiple layers. Layers. Yeah, layers. And he removes those layers where it's just the music. Oh. But then he will patiently go back and forth. And make sure he puts the words in and uh, and has like the uh, the coloring scroll the words correctly in just the right timing. Mm. Perfectionist. All right. for twenty dollars. Now, however, I've had him do like three songs that are like nine minutes long because I'm a big Tool fan. Yeah. So I was like, I'll pay you double. You look like you be a Maynard fan. Oh, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Maynard fan. Yeah. Side note, what do you think of a Perfect Circle? Love them. Actually, I didn't even know Tool before a Perfect Circle. Okay, I, I was actually a fan of a Perfect Circle okay, yeah. before Tool. I didn't like Tool at first. because Don't let Tool fans hear you say that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That sounds so stupid saying this, but yeah. it's like, man, these Tool songs are just so fucking long. But you know what now? I will go up there and sing a Tool song, and then when the instrumental comes up for like fucking three minutes, that's a beer break. That's, a, that's, that's time for me to go get a shot. Yeah, take a piss. I'm fine with it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna pull a Reggie and go take a piss and sing at the same time. <laughs> oh, Ooh. only a shot. Mm. Only a shot. Yes. But uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, actually, Big Robert did mention. Uh, Justin, too. He was the one I was saying about who was talking with the edits. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Because he also has another page. Um, I would bring up my phone, but that would totally mess up the recording right now. But uh, he's the, I actually posted you guys who had a... Uh, uh, he's had a big a, fan of that... Uh, had a that great horror, eye. The horror movie. Right. Uh, it's uh, so, all, so, all sewed up. All sewed up uh, YouTube page. Okay, I heard of it. He, yeah. does like a, he does like a... He does a really good job, too. He does like, you know, uh, analysis of... What he says is analysis of kind of underappreciated uh, horror movies or yeah. kind of ones that you might have missed or just ones that he really likes that he think people might you know this is actually pretty good sound like my type of guy but yeah he does a real good job he does all the cutting and he has yeah. and he actually oh. the same way he does the uh, 
with the uh, with the music stuff, he has a way where he can put like the sounds and the stuff like that and avoid all like the issues because he's giving everybody the credit. Okay, he's fair use is what fair use is. Literally, one of my best friends love the guy to pieces, and he's good at what he does. Come on the show. <laughs> you might even Actually, honestly, yeah, you know what, Alex? Yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it. We've talked Bring about him it. on the show one day and just talk about horror movies. That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, him and Big Rob would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they would be BFFs, kindred souls off of that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the, I mean that's a beautiful thing. Uh, I mentioned it when we had uh, Born November here. I mean, that's a beautiful thing about karaoke. Man, I met some of the coolest people that I'm still friends with for years and years, all because of karaoke. Because like, I, if I you can, go, I, along, agree with that. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, you can say that you know maybe the same people at the bar, but you know. I think the, the connecting thread of all this is like karaoke. Uh, I mean, if you go to a place long enough, you're going to meet people, and then like you're going to find people that you connect with. And we all have one thing in common, which is the karaoke. And then, uh, hey, Aaron now you're going to get to talk, and you end up, hey, you know, we got this in common, we got this in common, da 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 da. And then, like, boom, five, ten years later, you're still friends. These people yeah, are like your best yeah. friends. How you make it? Yeah. Just me, off of that. Let me say, my, my favorite part about the karaoke community is the fact that it doesn't matter if you're you're black or white, mm-hmm. Asian. It doesn't matter if you're trans, gay, bi, a lesbian. We're all friends here. Yeah. All inclusive. Yeah. It's very much like cheers. The most all inclusive community I've been part of, and that's why I, I, I've stuck to it. Oh, age, and, young, old. Oh yeah, yeah. By all means, like. John always fresh people who just turned 21 who are just coming into the bar and finding out like oh hey I can sing karaoke like I haven't sang karaoke before and they have everybody supporting them and giving them advice and it's yeah. like hey you know instead of doing this do this and next time you sing you're going to sound better or hey I like that song do that again exactly next yeah. Time yeah that too it's, oh. it's the most welcoming community I've ever been part of I would say this also for a lot of people, might not know this. I think I might have mentioned it before. Half the reason these, like the songs, like I wouldn't say why my 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 musical taste is so eclectic now, but I think a lot of that helped. What really helped, like how I know this song or something, is this karaoke. Like, cause you hear, cause you hear from yeah for the first time, like, you're like picking up stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, like I'm not a huge country fan, but I know all these country songs because of karaoke. <laughs> and you know, you grow to have an appreciation for some of these songs. And you know, how do you know all this uh, Pat Benatar? Or how do you know all this uh, Frank Sinatra? You know, and not even like this Frank Sinatra song they play all the time, like My Way and stuff. But how do you know this song? I've heard it karaoke. Tony Bennett. How do you know Tony Bennett? Yeah. Karaoke. All the standards, yeah. Or even like rock and roll, how you hear like like all the songs, like, oh, him and and, and, <laughs> and Justin, like, like all these songs. Like, where'd you hear that at? Karaoke. And then, like, after a while, you hear it so many times, you kind of look it up yourself. Like, oh, well, let me check this out. Or, you know, like, hey, really you know like this it. person was in this band? No, I didn't know that. You know, this is an offshoot of this band. Oh, I know that person. So he was, yeah, I mean. Helps open up your, help open your, broaden your horizon. There you go. There that you does. go. There you go. When I first moved here, I wasn't, I was not a fan of country. I was a metalhead, you know, mm-hmm. uh, before I joined the military. I had a hair down to my waist. I still contend that all country singers are actually just Garth Brooks and have yet to be disproven. <laughs> so I'm just going to say this fact. But I've been in Oklahoma since 2011. And it's 2023. 
I've yeah. been here over 10 years. Yeah, 12 years, yeah. And certain songs, I'll put it this way, certain songs certain from, songs. from country have grown on me. Oh, yeah. And I've grown to appreciate other forms of music when I was a dumbass kid in high school. And I was like, no, I only listen to metal and rock. And like, everything else sucks. I don't listen to real music. I listen to everything, you know, like Dax. When it comes to rap, like, I'm actually a big fan of Dax when I used to be an only metal listener. The one black dude with like the Lisa Simpson. Wow, I don't even know what the fuck he looks like. Okay. Shit, his music just randomly came on my stream and I was just like, okay. I'm here for this. It sounds good. And all of a sudden, now I'm listening to rap. And then there was a good country song. And I was like, damn, that's sad. When I was going through a bad time, and I was like, oh, yeah, I think it's usually how they get you. But I feel it. That's the white man blues. So right I started there. listening. Country. That's white man. What's it got to do about white people? No, I'm not just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but the thing about music is that it, it, it connects to you in a way or another that other things don't. I mean, you can look at art and appreciate it, but yeah. music is a different form of artwork that connects to your soul. I always say music yeah. is really I mean, like the hear, universal language because that's like the one thing we all have in common. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that drum. No matter what, no, uh, I mean, even if you're an uncontacted tribe in the Amazon or that one random-ass island off of uh, India, hmm. I'm pretty sure music they have some form of music there, yeah. Oh yeah, they, oh, yeah. By all means, they definitely probably have something. They understand how to make bows and arrows. Yeah. They know if how they to kill missionaries. Keep showing up and, and strength. They, they, they can make a drum. drum. Yeah. You remember that? Where it's like that one unincorporated tribe and the missionary showed up, so they killed them. Oh yeah, yeah they killed his ass. Oh yeah, they killed his ass. That's the island off of the Indian. Yeah, yeah. We just like we just like. Yeah, well, you, you be going. Yeah, you you can't go going places you don't belong. To never be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wanna die. R.I.P. though. R.I.P. though. <laughs> Unnamed missionary person. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dead people. Oh, uh, so anyway, let's move on to uh, since we got kind of a four hundred one on uh, Chris and his thing, and um, hell of a story, and all the ties that bond us. Yeah. Beautiful story. Thank you, Chris. Let's move on. Just, uh, you know, of course, everybody wants to hear, and we hadn't had a chance to talk about it. So let's get on some hot topics real quick, you know, and like some of the stuff that's been going on in the news. Might be a little old to y'all, but we haven't touched on it yet, so you haven't got the vicious and delicious treatment yet. So let's go ahead and <laughs> talk about a few things. And of course, we got it first that comes up to mind. We got to talk about the, uh, the submarine situation that happened. <laughs> my, my man, this is not Titanic. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, wasn't for this close. I mean, we're pretty. I mean, pretty related because they. I mean, they were in the sub to what? Go down the sea. Sixteen hundred feet away, but <laughs> sunken remains. Eleven miles down, or something like that. Sunken remains of the Titanic ship. Um, what was it? Sequest. What was it Sequest. Yeah. Sequest. Something like that. Ocean Quest. So uh, everybody knows the premise. Uh, Ocean Quest, and I think they did other stuff besides the submarine. They had like other things going on, like tours. And yeah, they, everybody knows the premise. Uh, Ocean Quest, and I think they did other stuff besides the submarine. They had like other things going on, like tours. And yeah, things they did. I guess they uh, developed this uh, deep, uh, deep ocean uh, sub. We're gonna call like, almost like a personal sub because it only fit like maybe five or six people. Yeah, 
and uh, I guess this would be would be the would have been well I guess it was and it was probably the last but the <laughs> the maiden voyage of this uh, uh they were gonna go down like we said to see the uh, remains of the Titanic's uh, ship and uh, a couple of uh, uh, people actually the CEO of the uh, was, was on the uh, yeah. the, the, the maiden voyage and a couple of uh, um, millionaires were on there and like one random guy that kind of won a contest or something like that yeah. Well, so, um, so anyway, he went down there, and uh, I mean, when you people don't really understand what it really is like down there, that like sunlight like does not, not yeah, it doesn't far But then people don't understand about the pressure that far there. But then people don't understand about the pressure down there. Like under the deep sea is almost like I want to say comparable to deep space because it's kind of a different thing. But it's like his own world down there. Like, I mean, think about it. As as a as a species, as far as we come with science and technology, we still don't know. We still haven't gotten that far to the depths of the ocean. Yeah, we only like discovered like five percent of it, which is weird because we've gone charted. Exactly. This is we've flown to the moon, but and yet we still don't know about the planet. The we ocean. Know. Yeah, <laughs> it's that vast. I mean, what eight percent of the planet is it's water. water? Yeah. So anyway. Uh, like I was saying, down there that deep, because of the pressure, one is 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 only the the process of natural selection and adaptation. There's only a certain amount of creatures that can actually live down there, and they're all adapted to live that pressure. Most of them are either really big or really small or have no bones in their body, but they can survive down there. And basically, there's no like I said, there's no light. The only way they eat either off of very, very small organisms that live down there or yeah. whatever falls from the bottom. Now, they went down there to see the remains. And this is not the first time they've done this. Uh, they did about, uh, I think this was the fifth. Well, I should say, not the first time somebody's gone down in one of these kind of contraptions. Uh, for, for them specifically, for that specific sub, I think it was the yeah. fifth time. But the, uh, the margin of error is like... One percent, because all it takes is one leak, one you know, one. If they kick something, or I, mean, I nobody actually knows exactly what happens. But anytime, any kind of air can get in and out. And it's people a thought, People's like, you know, where are the remains at, where this, you know, they don't understand how the pressure works. So it's like you ever watch the. This might help some of our viewers. You ever watch the Dragon Ball Z? But they were in the hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah, yeah. stronger. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about the, the gravity was so like five hundred times, fifty times yeah. Earth gravity. It's kind of like that. So anybody who wasn't, I guess, not a saying, uh, using words people can kind of understand. Here, if so a so human, full of you wouldn't, you wouldn't like, you would be crushed like into like dust. Yeah, like a regular person inside one of these things. That pressure would basically grind you up like dust. So that's kind of what happened to them. So think of like, uh, uh, you can't, so you got a water bottle in your hand. So think that's about, an empty one. if you ever did this with a water bottle and you drank out of it and like just, you know, use your suction, you know, kind of big robbers do it, and like it just shrinks up. That's kind of what happens to that, that happened to those people in that poor sub. It basically became a, a small ball. <laughs> the pressure, once that air got caught in, it sucked everything out and just basically compressed them. So there's not gonna be any body or anything like that. This, uh, you know what it reminds me of? Like if you're a certain age, you didn't live here yet when it happened. But if you live here in Oklahoma City, 
They call it the Science Museum now. Mm-hmm. It used to be the Omniplex. Omniplex, yeah. And when we were kids, they used to take us there for school trips or whatever, because it was right down the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had this, like, one thing that had, like, this big-ass, like, it looked almost like a three times the size of a satellite dish. And you'd do, like, a pump, and it would drop, like, a, you'd drop, like, a ball that was, like, made of lead. Like, but it's, like, that big. Mm-hmm. And it would, like, you just hear it bounce, 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 and then try to drop it to the hole. Basically, that's what that sub got turned into. That, yeah. So... Let, let me let me piggyback off what you're saying. Go ahead. So, I'm a Patty certified open water scuba diver. Oh, I got my card on me. I can show you. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, when you go to that kind of depth, yeah, that's like having that, that, that's like holding. Uh, let me rephrase this. It's called pounds per square inch. Yeah, PSI. But, but yeah, PSI. And but that's PSI per a square inch of water above you. And uh, now this thing was about the length of what a minivan. Yeah. Probably so, smaller than that. Yeah. For the circumference of what it was, and they all had to sit fucking crisscross applesauce in this thing. But they still had some space, and they were probably sitting. All of a foot apart from each other. With your Logitech Between controller. Them. Yeah. With, 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 with their with stupid controller. <laughs> yeah. Video game controller. Now you. Now every yeah. pound of square inch that was on top of the submarine was about the weight of the most expensive and most advanced aircraft carrier that the United States has right now. It's thousands of elephants mm. per square inch all around but every square inch now the man made this thing out of titanium and carbon fiber and I watched a video how he glued it together now the hole the primary hole where they were sitting was made out of carbon fiber oh my god carbon fiber is brittle it's strong but it's brittle. And and it wouldn't be sustained that kind of death. Well, and like I said, this is like the fifth time, I think, that they went that deep. And there's a supposed leak of communications that was going on. And if you read it, it's horrifying. It's like you hear like the bashing sounds. Where over. they, where he's talking about, hey, well, you know, we, we dropped, uh, we dropped the, uh, the, 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 the gear from the bottom of it. That they found. Um, oh, that's what they that's what they found when they did the, like a dive or whatever. It's like the little random rack or whatever that you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That's on the bottom of it. They dropped that to reduce weight because they were trying to go back up. And on their way back up is when it crushed. But about twenty minutes before that, they had or Rush, the CEO, he stated in a text communication via this Logitech controller controller <laughs> that they started hearing cracking or mm. creaking Yo. and he repeated it multiple times like hey we're still hearing this but the thing is when it comes to a implosion it happens so fast that the inside of this submersible will it will heat up 
to about the temperature of the surface of the sun. Mm. Oh my! So you basically got liquefied. Uh, they were vaporized in an instant. Uh, in less, in less than a quarter of a millisecond. Oh. That, and it takes longer than that for the brain to to register experience that? pain or uh, register pain. You're right. And according to science, you're right. <laughs> that they didn't feel anything. The parts that they have brought out of the ocean so far is the titanium uh, the, the front where that has the the viewport yeah missing the window we still don't understand why the window is missing maybe that got busted out but we don't know I can assume yeah. yeah I would assume as well but the thing is is that the front and the back is made out of titanium and then it's got this whole like weird convex or concave I forget which one it is but like a weird fin a tail that was covering up electronic equipment mm-hmm but that's not part of the, the the part that was keeping them alive. The only parts they're finding are the parts that are made out of like titanium and whatnot. Yeah, the parts yeah. that aren't substantial to keeping the people alive. The only problem is the parts that are keeping the people alive was that titanium front cap and back. We got those. But they haven't found a sliver of carbon fiber. So that means, and, and even if it was a tiny pinhole, right? That that water jet that was with all the pressure, if that was right behind somebody's head, would have gone straight through their head. Oh yeah, with uh, the amount of pressure. Have you have you ever heard of water jet like cutting? Like, yeah, yeah, cutting yeah. Metal? I saw a video about that. You yeah. can cut metal with a water jet. This has more pressure than that at the depth that they were. That if that's what happened, whoever was in front of that, well, they died instantly. Oh yeah. But that's obviously not the case. Uh, carbon fiber is fiber. It is woven yeah. together, and you and I actually work on carbon fiber materials with my new job. And I can tell you, uh, it's very easy to fuck it up. Oh shit. It's very strong. And it will ruin a drill bit really fast because I have to drill through this stuff and I have to replace my drill bit. I'm like a carbide drill bit, probably every like three holes, and I'm only going a, but not even a quarter of an inch deep. That's strong. And I have to replace it. Gosh, yeah. uh, we're ordering a lot of drill bits now. <laughs> and uh, for the whole thing to implode, oh no, the whole thing shattered. It, it's it's gone. Uh, those carbon fibers, uh, all the fibers, uh, when it imploded, and like I said, it went up to uh, probably the temperature of the surface of the sun just before it exploded. They were vaporized. Yeah, been left. Before. That's not even no time to say, oh shit. A split second before it even imploded, they were gone. Right, I think And it's a horrific way of thinking. It's a hor- horrific way of Dying. putting it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's actually a very peaceful way of thinking. Because you can't find it. That they didn't even know. They didn't have... They they couldn't register it. The moment it happened, they were gone. They went from existing to not existing. They didn't suffer. They didn't deal with pain. 
they just went from being and being excited to go see the Titanic to not be not being scared at the mind. Now, however, if the leaks are true and they heard the creaking and they were trying to surface as they were hearing this creaking, um, the CEO Rush, I forget his first name, but. I'm pretty sure in his mind, in the back of his head, he was thinking, like, we're fucked. Yeah. Or he fucked up. Yeah. Maybe. But you know what? He's not losing any money. Everybody that worked for that company is, though. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not a company. <laughs> they're all fucked. Mm. But, speaking of that, with the internet being what it is... Yeah, so, uh, I guess the main thing we will Sorry, talk sorry about. to get really... No, no, you're good. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. What was your... Ta- well, yeah, let's get everybody's takeaway from this whole thing and, you know, how people react toward it, you know, after it happened in the reports and, you know... Oh, the takeaway was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> it seems like most of the world didn't give a shit. That's... Yeah, I... I, I Usually, I'm a kind of I, I love the memes. I love oh yeah, memes, like memes in in general. But I kind of I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, like five people died. <laughs> yeah, the way I mean, people just started making you know the Titanic jokes, and then like you know, uh, you know this I, they got really creative, you know. So, but I was like, damn, you know, these people died, and people just say like, oh, well, just a bunch of rich. If they said a bunch of rich white people died. Well, they weren't all white, one, well, and then they weren't all rich, but, you know, they died. Two of them were from Pakistan. Yeah, I mean, they died. A bunch of rich assholes died, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a takeaway <laughs> from it. Like, you know, like they, you know, oops. Uh, That's how mad he is about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I mean, I mean, are we that, because, I mean, it's weird, because, so, like, this didn't happen to, like, well, when it happened to these people, people, like, it wasn't even, it didn't really sting people, the majority, I would say. You know, it was like nothing, but say like I'll use this example: their gang banging cousin can be shot down at it, you know, sitting in front of gang hood or whatever, and then like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened! Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, he was sitting in front of. I'll say this: he was sitting in front of rival hood tagging and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe this happened. Why? You know, I can't. I mean, he's in the rival gang. He's in a gang. You know, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was doing something he wasn't supposed to do. He was doing something respectful when he got shot there. Now, you know, it's gang culture stuff, but this is something like you can kind of see this, the possibility being very high of this happening. Don't get me wrong, the possibility of them dying in this submarine was pretty high, too. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not, we're not made to be that. that no, that, no. That, Aquaman that, is just moving. No way. You, you, you know, I, I forget. Out of the five, one of them was a son. Yeah, he didn't really want to go. He was a, no, he, he was yeah, a, no, he I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the kid that didn't want to go. Talking about the one that went to the Blake 182 guys? Yeah, bless his heart. But the dude that his dad Just was on the sub, and he's like, well, he would have wanted me to go to this Blake 182 concert. Well, people were saying that, but like, you know. And as someone who was a Blink 182 fan, and that's saw the top prices of those reads. He, he, already, tickets, like, he already accepted it. I pops did. He's like, he's like, they're dead. I'm going to this concert. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how much he was mourning, though. Right. I mean, I ain't, I don't know if he put if he posted like on his Instagram him at the concert, like you know, with the with it, doing it, the selfie and stuff. Like, like Mark Hoppus is behind if him. If he makes that kind of money, he don't give a fuck. I mean, it's those. I mean, people, I mean, that's just why people no, think. It, I mean, his dad just died. He's about to make millions of dollars off his dad's death. I mean, he still yeah. love his dad, though. Yeah, well, no, he probably didn't. 
We don't know that, Chris. Is what I, I know, I know. We, we I know probably whole, don't know that. I know the whole eat the rich thing, and I get it. But, you know. hey, he loved his dad, but not as much as he loved well, him on the like, That's like, <laughs> that's like okay, I, I use an example. When my grandma passed away, I was already about to go to this, uh, it was like a, because it was right around Christmas. So I was already about to go to this, like, uh, it was like on a Thursday, it was like a Christmas party for like, City Walk, I believe. It was City Walk. City, yeah. And I was like, you know, and... You know, it happened. I think it might be. I think she probably passed on Tuesday, and the thing was like on Thursday. Yeah. And I still went. Now, did I have a good time? No, because my mind was stuck on that. I, I I ended up leaving early, but I was like, let me do something to keep my Take mind, your mind off, off of, the, yeah. off of Understandable. So it could have been something like that. Yeah, that's what I figured when I first heard about it. But you know, and after I finished laughing. But <laughs> like I said, like I said, the way people react is it's like almost like okay, but if. It's weird, like what people get upset about and what they don't. As well, I guess is what I'm saying. It's really more of a. It's when it affects you personally. It's the end of the world. Like if it happens, all the fucking. Like, it's just like 99. like 99 years old or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, okay. Speaking of which, Tina died. Tyson's like 99 years old or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, when Tina died, all the fucking Ike memes popped out. Yeah. Oh my god, Okay, okay, speaking of which, when Tina died, a lot of fucking Ike memes that popped out of nowhere. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. People are going to make fun of everything. Yeah. yeah. This was the internet, yeah. And, you know, and like I said, we're all guilty of sometimes like being like, you know, that's fucked up. Sometimes being like, that's fucked up. Show-ass kid. It was weird. Like, the takeaway I got from like people on my timeline, the people that posted it, it's like, I was like, you know, I I get sometimes. Sometimes it's like super, like like cruel, like you know. It's one thing like, oh, that's fucked up, and then like something like. I, I mean, I don't, it's like I don't get that. It's 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 really dark to me, and I'm I consider myself kind of a uh, great person. I would say dark. I was like, damn. You, I mean, they just die. I mean, nobody wanted to, because like also a lot of people don't even understand how that you know being down under that death even works, but. It's not that the first one to try to do it. I mean, uh, Kirk Cameron manned a, uh, one of those uh, undersea things that you know uh, went down um, miles and miles under the sea floor, and like he survived, and he was in a one man thing. I'm, it might have been better he made, you know, more, uh, more you know, oh, airtight, I guess. But, it was better made. Better made, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah. If Kirk Cameron got vapor, you know, we all watch like sleep. you know Discovery Channel, and they're like, "We're now going." And that's not the first time people went down to the sea. Titanic, Titanic, yeah. They, like there was actually a lot of feet in doing. It was like I said on Discovery. Discovery. I mean, like, didn't James Cameron like produce one of those things too? Yeah. James Cameron has he did a lot of the stuff. Titanic probably about thirty times. Yeah, so he not. he owns his own sub. Yeah, true. Well, you but at least it was tested. Well, right. when, when, you <laughs> made, when you when, when you made three movies and made a well, billion dollars, like you, can have time, them, so. you said it was like their fifth time doing that, right? So it's been yeah. tested. It's just, like I said, the margin of error is like it's very slim. Very slim. You know what it would be like? You know, like because for the people who like to stay on land and do crazy shit, it's like those people that do I, like I, to I call that white people shit. There we go. I didn't <laughs> now that you're here, I can get away with saying. <laughs> With people that go like on the like the like the you know safaris safaris with the tour guide, they've done it 50, 60 times. But what if that's the day the cheetah ain't feeling it? But a lion got hungry. Or a lion got fucking hungry. Or the rhino was like, yeah, yeah. Or you let's let's look at the hippopotamus. And the hippopotamus uh, don't want to look at you. Or yes. the hippopotamus does want to look at you. That's probably the worst thing you, you can know, go you see. Know, 
That's what they kill more. The they, yeah, kill, hippos kill more people. Dangerous. They're the most dangerous animal now. They kill more people than any other animal, and it, for just, no reason. Just find, yeah, a video, they, find a video of a hippopotamus following a boat. That's just scary. And, and how fast a, they are. And here's the thing: underwater, they don't swim. They run underwater. They run. They run underwater, <laughs> and it's horrifying. It was keeping up to see it. Just going under and then coming up two feet behind the boat. And it's like, what the fuck? Trying to get a, a nibble. Yeah. But those things, I mean, that thing's punk out uh, Nile crocodiles. So I, right. I know they know oh, yeah. to play with. A little baby hippo could be in a cluster of uh, Nile crocodiles. As long as that mother's right there nearby, they're not going to touch that thing. No? Because they know that mother will tear them apart. Those teeth are, what, but, uh, what two feet? God, they're mm-hmm. like two feet long. About two feet long. Tusks. They're oh, water yeah. elephants, yeah. And hippos are the one, uh, one of the few animals are, you know, herbivores or whatever. Yeah. But they will actually eat meat just because. Yeah, just to do it. There's a video somewhere on YouTube, you can Google it. There was a hippo, and there was like this little kind of mud pit, and there was some wild dogs, or it could have been some lions or some cheetahs. I think it was some lions. And they chased this poor, I won't say it's a gazelle or something. They, they uh, chased this poor gazelle into this little mud pit with a hippo just sitting there. And, like, you know, they're trying to get him to come, you know, they're not going in there with the hippo, and, and the gazelle is right there in front of the hippo. The hippo's kind of, you know, not paying attention. And then all of a sudden, the hippo gets so pissed off, he kills the gazelle. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. And then he starts chewing on it, like, oh, y'all not going to get it. Let me see what this is all about. Like, they're, I don't, I don't know what they're Oh, they've been living to the wrong address. So, <laughs> still eats the food. I mean, it might be a reason why they survived so many thousands yeah, of years. Exactly. <laughs> Here's actually a weird fun fact. Most, yeah. most of your herbivores, Horses, cows. They eat. They they do have um, choice. They will eat meat, and it's there, there's a video where a horse is just sniffing a chicken, a little chicken. It ate it. Yeah, chicken. I saw that. Oh. And then it's just like okay, and just chews him up, bites him up, uh, just picks him up in his mouth, and just chews him away, and like it, like it's nobody's business. I, I saw a like, do that one. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> This just changes my entire beliefs but about is. horses. Yeah, I, like I've told Black Lotus, I have a, I have an irrational fear of wild boar. Oh no! Oh those. no! Those things are vicious. Yeah, yeah. Those are, yeah. I think in most states you're allowed to, to shoot, shoot them. Yeah. Shoot them the moment you see them. It don't matter where you see them. How many them. you want? They want you to kill it. Anytime you want. There's no season. They're just a, yeah, they're they're yeah, the pets. Yeah, they're yeah. They're like. You see the video where they shooting them out of like a, like with the AR out of a, out of a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're like the rats of like the, the, the rats of. I've, I've been told that the food's good. I've been told the food's bad, but honestly, I would love to go shoot one and make some a shit ton of bacon. Yeah. Oh, like what? It probably gamey though. Well, I heard that there's ways to cook it. Yeah. Because like if you think about it, the crazy part about pigs. Now we're getting into. Uh, Horror culture and shit like that. <laughs> uh, whatever the word for animals is, you know. Yeah. Agriculture. No, that's that's plants. Okay, fine. No, no, no. Anyway, still, you know, still I, I want to say horror culture. I think it's something like that. Anyway, nah, that, that, you they know, tear you, up plants. It's, this is agriculture. Let's just stick with that. So, but anyway, if you know, like you know, uh, the domesticated pig. Yeah. They say like usually be the males. If you let that male get out, they will revert to fear. They will so revert to a board. They'll start growing. That, yeah, the tusks will get longer. They'll start growing like the hair around them. They'll get thicker and stuff. Like you know, everybody uses those kind of uh, pinkish pigs. Yeah, we think when we think of pigs, they yeah. will start reverting into their wild state. This 
being out in the wild. Okay. No other animal that I know of does does that so fast. Yeah. That fast. Pigs. Wait, and I'm about to get a little conspiracy theory on. I never knew this. I actually read. I actually read this article mm-hmm. that in Canada. Shout out to Canada. Happy birthday, Bret Hart. Um, yeah. They, for some reason, bred like domesticated pigs with wild boar to make like a super pig. Super pig. That has like the intelligence of a domesticated pig that knows how to live in a pen with the feral nature of a wild boar. I would say that'd be lack of intelligence. Yeah, but here's the thing though. They're smart enough that they figured how to get out of their pen. I was about to say, it sounds like a bad idea. But and they cross, no, they crossed the border into America. Of course. And so they're like, it's like open season, like in like north, like rural Michigan. They're not like the further you get out from like Detroit or Romulus or whatever. And Conspiracy. It's like, and that's the thing though, like they set traps for them. And they figured ways around the traps. Oh, I like the ones where they like the, it falls down. Yeah, yeah like, like they fig- the big cage ones. They they figured out a way to to avoid that. Where it's just like, and they'll like butt the they'll butt like whatever snap to to snap the trap and just go around. Hey, they're smart. Man. And I'm like, please don't let these people figure out how to use the highway. Please don't figure. Out how to use the highway. <laughs> if I remember right, a domesticated pig. Yeah. As intelligent as a like five year old. Yeah. yeah. Which. By all means, five-year-olds can be smart. And they're very inquisitive, yeah. I mean, I don't have kids, but a five-year-old can We all used to be five years old. Very fucking smart. Yeah. Keeping like a pet. Because that's the point in time where they're exploring. Yeah, yeah, They're learning. And they're teaching themselves new things. You know, don't put the fork in the socket. Yes. In this case, oh, my buddy just fell into this trap. Oh, this is how it works. Go around it. Well, I'm not going to fuck with this shit anymore. If I see it again, I know what it Going is. Going around is usually like... Like mice. And rats. Yep. Yeah. Well, mice and rats are actually very intelligent. Goldfish are actually smart. Yeah. Well, to a degree. They, they can learn a maze. I can put it I can, I, can, I can believe it, yeah. Everybody likes to think a goldfish only has a memory of like 12 minutes or some bullshit like that. And it's like, no, they have a memory that lasts a few weeks. It's been tested. But it's still a myth that people like to... Continue to talk about. So we know now. <laughs> if you didn't know, one, don't fuck with the deep depths of the ocean. Nope, nope. <laughs> I don't care who made the who made the. I'm not being white, but I ain't the ocean crab. Two, Two, pigs are geniuses. Yep. <laughs> and they taste delicious. And taste delicious. And uh, four, we're not sure what horticulture means, but for sure <laughs> we think it means animal studies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> Let's move on to, because uh, I want to ask this, because I want to tell Big Rob about this. Hey, Chris, you were enlightening, uh, you were regaling us a couple weeks ago at, at Shadows about when you took your Ancestry.com blood test hmm? and the results that within that came back. Will you please kind of let the people out there know the stuff that you were telling us? And we were all like, okay, every time you mentioned a famous person, I think we made a game out of it, every time you mentioned a famous person. That you were related to, we took a shot or something like that. Oh God! <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start. some kind of thing we were doing. Let's start with this. My, my last name is Morris, and most most people with the last name Morris, it's gonna be like M O R R I S S or some bullshit like that. Yeah. No, mine's Morris. M O R S E. As in Morris like Code. Morris Code. I'm actually related <laughs> to Sam Morris, distantly. Was he native? Was he native? On sound, fucking. Okay. I feel like possibly, or I just remember that that story being there somewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, something they're using like Apache code or yeah, Cherokee yeah. code for. Okay, go ahead. And now this is all on my dad's side. I haven't gotten my mom's side yet, but on my dad's side, I'm related to Samuel Morris. 
I'm related to. He's got his phone out. Just let you guys know. Pocahontas. And and anybody can do this. Uh, I will explain this in a moment. But uh, I'm related to Princess Diana. I'm related to Nixon. Not proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sir Isaac Newton? Sir Isaac Newton. Oh, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, my man, you're looking at it. So uh, we can just scroll down this list. John Adams, Franklin Pierce, Zachary Taylor, George Washington. George Washington. John Quincy Adams, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. So I'm a president. Ulysses S. Grant. Andrew Jackson. Not proud of that one. Andrew Jackson. I wouldn't be proud of the Thomas Jefferson one either. No. Eh, Yeah. We Uh, might be related to Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not by choice. Calvin Coolidge. uh, Rutherford Hayes. Okay, I'm done with all the fucking presidents. I counted 12. uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Churchill. Churchill. Roosevelt. Hoover. Harrison. Harry Truman? Truman. God damn. Harding. Who the fuck's Harding? I don't even know. Warren G. Harding? McKinley. Oh, that sounds for me. It's like 16 presidents. Yeah, it, it's weird. Also Nixon. But here's the thing. It's just, <laughs> it could be distantly. Like, not directly related. Like, we could go back like six or seven grandfathers. Yeah. Or eight or nine or ten grandfathers, and I'll be related to them. That's and it can also place. be related on the grandmother's side of the family, too, going way back. But let's continue. Newton. Samuel Morris. Eli Whitney. The creator of the cotton gin. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of him either. Who the hell is John Browning? John Browning? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, you related to the Browning piss? Robert Ingebretson. I don't fucking know. The, 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 the Wright brothers. The Wright brothers. And it makes sense. You work in the flight industry. Send the jeans. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Send uh, the blood. Well, this one's weird because I've never heard of the guy. But I did watch Futurama, but there's a man named... Uh, Professor Farnsworth? Farnsworth. Oh, yeah, because he's named out of one of the people that worked on A-Bomb. He's a pioneer in television. Yeah. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Henry David Thoreau. The actor? Yes. Well, the author? Oh, yeah, we're going into uh, entertainers and artists mm-hmm. now. Huh. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, okay. Jane Austen. Jane Austen. Emily Dickinson. T.S. Wow. Eliot. Damn. Agatha Christie. You thought about writing a book? Nathaniel Hawthorne. John Wayne. John Wayne. Catherine Hepburn. Motherfucker, man, John Wayne. Okay. John Wayne, Catherine Hepburn, or oh, this one. I can see that. Lucille Bell. Ball. Yeah, you're right. It is Ball. As in, t- as in, okay, 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 wait, wait, wait. Lucy, yeah. Let me one up that one with Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Marilyn Monroe. So, are you saying Walt all Walt Disney. Are you saying all white people are related? I'm saying, I've been uh, saying it for years. <laughs> Mark Twain, which honestly, Mark Twain, uh, Pen names, there's uh, there's some backstory to Mark Twain that you can look into. Uh, uh, he might be a pedophile. I believe it. I know he was homosexual, like late, like closet or whatever. He had a whole uh, girls club thing going on where he would have like girls come over to his house from all out of state and whatnot. Yeah, something weird was going on. It was a weird, like, secret society bullshit thing that he had going on. I was like, what the fuck? Once you read about it, you're just going to literally, you're going to delve into this and be like, what the deep fuck? The rabbit hole, yeah. I might put, like, the, the National Treasure background on the task. <laughs> yeah, that works for the National Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis Presley. Speaking of pedophiles. Oh, yeah, facts. And all these other motherfuckers. All the black uh, people in Memphis rock with me for saying Robert that. Robert Perry. The first person to reach the North Pole. Okay. Mm. Uh, Amelia Earhart's on there. It's like 
So maybe all of uh, maybe all of us are related. I don't fucking know. That's some conspiracy shit going on. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I just oh, why you wait, wait. Well, I said I said it's I was going to tell people that how they can go about doing this. Oh, it's right. actually very easy. It's familysearch.org. Very simple. All you, as long as you can go back to at least your grandparents. Easy. Yeah. If you can find their information, which it's an open database, it's not like uh, Ancestry where you got to pay for that. Yeah. This one's even more open, and they use the same data and more data from other sources collectively. You'd be a hell of an episode of Finding Our Roots. Henry Lewis Gates would have a field day. But you can go back, and, and it will build. Well, all you got to do, like I said, put your mom, put your dad, put your grandparents, and it will go back. As long as it, it, somebody else has put this information in somewhere, and yeah. it could be from Ancestry, it could be from any of the other... Like 23andMe or whatever. Yeah, any, any of these other websites. As long as that data is there, or available online publicly, they probably got it, and it will build your family tree for you. And on my dad's side, I, I got all the way back to before the year 1000. On my mom's side, I got all the way back to the year like 700. Damn, I know you keep records like that. Oh no, record keeping's been a big thing for thousands of years. It's just a matter of who is keeping records. Who mattered? Did, did this person matter enough to keep a record of Right of their existence, yeah. I mean, nowadays, yes, uh, there's always going to be records. Uh, downside is military records. Uh, for a long time, they kept those on paper. And where they kept them burned down uh, back in the 70s or 80s, I believe. So a lot of military records disappeared. Hence why we have so many disabled veterans on the streets. Because the records don't exist anymore. Ugh. Like that. that they cannot prove that they were in the military. Yeah. Even though we have all these organizations out here. A wounded warrior and stuff like that. Yeah. Shot the garrison There's East. nothing they garrison can do East, yeah. to prove that they served in the military, even if they may have. Man. Because they used to only keep it on paper and the entire building burned down. There's a lot of people getting boned over of that. Yeah. yeah. I saw, like, I saw so, like three homeless veterans on the way here. Yeah. And the government tries everything it can to persuade the public that they're trying their best, you know, to get veterans off the street, but... Try harder. Yeah, you can do a little better job than we're doing. They're doing it. There should be better record keeping than just paper. You know, I had to print out seven or eight copies of every paper when I was out processing. No. And I had to keep them all separate. And then, part of my out processing was to have one person sign was to show them I had all seven copies. Jesus. <laughs> it was just like, okay, I have them, but now they're not all separate. I thought getting a real ID was hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 oh, God. Getting out of the military is hard enough. Yeah. I thought getting in was hard. Getting in is even worse. And getting out is worse. I can believe it. Oh, it took me over a month. Just to get out. Dude. Just to get out. Yeah, at, least, at least they, they took care, care of all my medical. <laughs> Go to the doctor one last time, go to dental, go to vision, all that. To say that they made sure I was good. And then they would sign off on it. 
make sure we left you in this state before you got exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before you can't exactly. blame it on them. So I couldn't claim that on disability. Ah, yeah. That's why they do it. But you still don't get on disability. Oh, I still get disability. Oh, good, yeah. Well, this has been a very, very interesting, informative <laughs> episode of the show. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and get into the uh, the nightcap. That means the wrap-up. Uh, Chris, once again, thank you for coming on the show, yeah, man. Nice to meet you, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yeah, long, well. A long time coming. Been a while trying to get you in here. Yeah, we, we've talked about this for a minute. I'm glad we finally got it done. We got, so we got one person out of Shadow done. So we, now we got to work on Justin. Try to get him in here. Absolutely. Um, I can come in together, maybe. Um, that should be, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Justin's going to be a trip. Oh, man. When he comes in. He's fun to talk to. Um, before we go, anything you want to add? Like anything, shout outs or anything? Uh, to your peoples or anything like that? Anything you want to you know, put out there on the, on the radio waves or the... Wavelength, okay. Whatever you call this. Sure. Here. I would like that. A couple quick shout outs. I mentioned my sister earlier. Yeah. Uh, world famous computer hacker. Search her up on YouTube. Allegedly. <laughs> sprinkle I mean, that on there. If you're not big into computer hacking. No, I mean, sprinkle that so we're not getting my trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're not big into computer hacking, then uh, she ain't famous to you. But to people in the hacking world, she's famous. And if you want to learn a thing or two, search her up. Shannon Morse. M O R S E. Shannon spelled like, well, I would assume Shannon's normally spelled the same way, but... Legal hacking. Legal, yeah, legal, legal hacking. And, uh... Disclaim. She has a different sub. <laughs> uh, a different YouTube channel, I believe, called uh, Snubs. In S-N-U-B-S or B-B-S. Mm-hmm. And another shout-out to Justin, who Alex just... All shown up, I believe. Ho- hopefully, he will come out on the show, yeah. for one of these. Catch me on the also up and his other channel, his karaoke channel, mm-hmm. Cryptic Karaoke, to find songs that you can't find anywhere else. And if you have a request, if you're out there and you're a karaoke singer, message. and there's a song you've always wanted to sing, feel free to message him. Throw him like 20 bucks, cash at, whatever, and he will gladly make you that song. Make it happen. Perfect. All right, well, again, Pierce, thanks for coming on. Uh, Absolutely. Big Rob, you got anything you want to add to the folks before we, uh, we shove out? Oh, of course, man. Thank you for listening once again. I know it's been a little bit of a while, but like you said, like Blackstone said earlier, employed Big Rob is the best Big Rob. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so, you know, we still doing it for y'all, and we ain't forgot about y'all. y'all We're going to try to make it more, uh, uh, more frequent. More yeah. frequent as well. Yeah, shout out to... Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all our friends and family. Shout out to my man Chris right here. Thanks, yes, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Hope, who's, who's relatively quiet the entire episode. Yeah, look at Hope. Good girl. She's been chilling this whole time. Yeah, it's rare for her. Let's see. What else? Uh, everything been good, though. Everything been good, you know. Uh, shout out to mental health, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very important. And what, anything for you, Black Snow? Uh, yeah, once again, shout out to everybody uh, for watching. Uh, make sure you yeah, share this with your friends once we uh, post it. Uh, also, uh, of course, most people are going to listen to it on Spotify. We put questions up there. Make sure you ask the question and get that feedback. And, uh, you know, I might post a new question like what, how, or maybe probably submarine or pig related. This yeah. Time. <laughs> but usually it's how you feel about the show. Wait, well, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Do you answer questions live? Uh, no, uh, well, I'll answer it 
but via the uh, like a few thing. of them. Well, what we could do is like if we had them. Yeah, you can ask a question, then we'll answer on, on, on the another show, episode. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. Uh, uh, actually, there is a uh, there, you can just message us too. Just regular messages, you can do that. Uh, this would and maybe people that other than people who usually message us, that's just a trouble. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, we you know what we're talking about. Yeah, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, but no, besides that, man, I uh, want to shout out uh, my family for sticking with me. Uh, you know, it's been actually for me it's been a rough couple of weeks. I'm not gonna get into that. But uh, thank y'all. Uh, shout out to my wife. Shout out to my kids. Uh, big shout out to my kids. Uh, uh, man, shout out to all my friends, man. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily tell my business, so but you know, people who know that you know, I, you know, I'm very, I'm not secretive, but you know, I kind of big kind of thing. I don't want people to stress people out with my problems. But, yeah, right. Thank y'all for sticking with me and being friends. Big Rob, always being my buddy, man. Um, all my KJ, for, oh, KJ, all my karaoke friends for being there. You know. I know you probably seen too much difference in me, but you know y'all help in your own little way. Right, right. Uh, shout out to uh, shout, shout out to Shiloh. Shout out the that brings people together. Shout out to all the karaoke clubs in Oklahoma, bars or whatever you want to call them, bringing people together all the time. Shout out to karaoke as an art form or whatever you want to call. It. Uh, besides that, man, uh, thank y'all, man. Shoot, what episode ten, season five, and uh, we're just gonna call this a uh, shop talk with uh, Chris Morris. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe, follow us on all our platforms, all our sites, all our social media, and best man, just listen to the show, man. Let us know how you feel. I'm about sure it. we'll be on Thread shortly. <laughs> yeah, we got Thread, whatever that's gonna be, and uh, uh, share, man. But besides that, Big Rob, it's the weekend, so what they gotta do? You gotta avoid the bookings, beloved. By all means, man. Thank y'all for watching, man. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for listening. And uh, we'll be back again for another one, man. Vicious List Podcast. Um, shoot, that's it. Punch Pals on the move. Yeah. Y'all be smooth. Uh, and either you're going to be good. Or you're going to be good at it. And we out of here, man. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe. Thank you for having me. That's right. Thank, Always, thank you, Chris. Yeah. And y'all be careful, man. And we'll see y'all next time.